What's going on, everybody? Antonio from across the hall. Another wonderful episode of Nerds of the Round. We shall be discussing the Game of Thrones episode from Season 8, Episode 5, The Bells. With me, as always, as my awesome co-host. Sebastian. And our living with us resident person. <laughs> Yo, I want a new title like that every week. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, it's your boy, Law? That's it. So, so we're gonna we're, we're gonna talk about everybody's favorite episode today. Yes, yeah, so you're talking about the episode. These guys have been ecstatic all day. Yes, I've been so ecstatic. I was so happy last night. Was a, a joyous occasion watching the penultimate episode of my one of my favorite properties. I'm being sarcastic. You, you, if you, you can't know, see you my know, face. you know what makes us worse is that we realize there's only one episode left, and. This would be like an Aaron Rodgers 40-yard, 50-yard throw, or, like, it would need a miracle, like, a miracle move to correct a lot of this. Yeah, and you've got an hour and 20 minutes to, I don't know even if it's course correct, it's just to kind of put us this all in a... This two-minute warning! It's like, we're just kind Listen, of accepting this. as long this. as they don't give you the Sopranos ending that right. I told you about. Alright, But it, it's, it's... I think I'm probably the only one who's probably you, it kind of enjoyed the episode, but you know, I, to be fair, I've been listening to both sides. So I'm okay, curious. first of all, before we even get down and break down the episode, for TV, for flashiness, for seeing a dragon burn some shit down, it was entertaining. <laughs> I am not a Grinch, okay? This this, this was I, How to Train Your Dragon right, extreme I, version. I will I will take Yo. the fact that the show at this point in its run is very entertaining. It is not the show from Yo, season right. one, season I, two, season I'll three. Give it, I'll give it that the production, like you can tell they're just like, you know what? Let's throw all our money into production. Let's make it, uh, for lack of a better word, a spectacle. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's a kind of a sight to behold situation. But it feels so just like you're being so grandiose that you're mi missing all these details that yes. like it's you're trying to make this big larger than life picture and have it all make sense and everyone right now is like yo Lawrence you know what you're talking about because you're not a writer or you're not this da 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 third I don't hear it I don't want to hear it don't even at me in the comments right now there are things that could have been done or should have been done that would have better justified the moves that were made in last night's episode. I was very forgiving, and we were saying about this, we were all very forgiving of the episode before this. Yeah, and speaking of which, we also came off a high off that episode in our last podcast, and we, there were some things we didn't touch on that you come to realize actually happened, so that was kind of an offhand on our part. But we're mm -hmm. definitely going to give this episode its justification, but to go back off of what Lawrence was saying... Yeah, there are many facets of a production. The spectacle of it, the VFX, the sets, everything, that's its own separate realm. That was awesome. I enjoyed all of watching that. Mm -hmm. Writing is its own thing. Directing is its own thing. I can, I can sit here and say I enjoyed watching a dragon blow shit up. And I can also say some of the character development has been lacking in this season. And that's a fair thing to say. So we're definitely going to jump into that. Like, big, biggest thing to, to like take note of. You had um, the same director for Battle of the Bastards, 
Not a winter bone. And uh, and the Winds of Winter. The one where Cersei blows up the Sept. Okay. And now he did this episode. Yes. Greatly directed. However, you can't fault the director or actors for the the direction they take from what they're given. So whatever the writing room and whatever the the showrunners want, that's essentially what happens and what goes down. Your job as director is to make that vision be known and, and seen. You know so, what I mean? so, so let me ask this. I'm going to approach you both with this because obviously, you know, I feel different about the episode. I've been feeling different about this season. I mean, I've been pretty enjoying it. it if you felt that if they were giving more... Because um, the first thing was that each episode was supposed to be feature length. The first two episodes weren't. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> these episodes seemed shorter than the whole thing, the battle of um, Winterfell. If there were more episodes in this season, because uh, we could forget the, the the whole thing of having another season. If there was more episodes in the season to give the showrunners probably more room to work with with the characters, do you think that that would help? I think more time helps in general. It just it just seems it just seems like very it seems very rushed, and they're trying to tie in loose ends, and they're trying to they're sprinting to the end is what I've noticed. I feel like they're sprinting towards the end, but if they... Alright, let's say we backtrack to just after the battle. So we'd be episode three? Episode four? Episode four. And we took the direction that they went with. If they were looking at tying up loose... I will forgive the fastest, like, Night King... Where I kill him. You know what I mean? Like his like we wanted so much more from the Night King, his army, like his lieutenants and whatnot, the generals, what what have you. And we didn't get that. And I forgave it because I knew that the ultimate bad in our eyes was Cersei. Like that's not the fight. We we care about this fight, but we don't need this fight. We want the big fight, the big showdown in this in this episode in, in, in this upcoming, you know, like, well, I mean, I I feel this season has been mostly the focus on because after season after the last season, I already knew that this was gonna be the final season. That's it. Even once everything like you know John, when they found all his birth parentage and all that, um, and I felt that that was what they were gonna use for this season as a kink away from you know between John and Danny. Like who knows this secret and everything? They kind of gave away that with um, Sam and. Um, Brand when they were talking, like who else knows this and all mm-hmm. that. Um, obviously, I feel like that's what's been going on. It's all the stuff that they've been throwing at Danny, chipping away at her character, and and they've been slowly looking at the fact of the Mad Queen, and it all goes back for me this whole the dream that they had with her sitting on the throne, and it was like it like at the time it was snow. But now we can confirm that it's a throne of ashes. Right. But I feel like, without jumping too far ahead into this discussion, there was a point where Danny won. You knew it. And she spoke about it, actually wrote it down. She said, mercy is our strength. Right? Pretty much, end quote. Like, that's what it was. So why not show mercy to the people that you're essentially? But going you're forgetting to rule? part back. 
but part of that quote was also too mercy for the future generations. She's not talking about the current generations because she compared. Yeah. She but could, if you kill when you, even women but and this children, is the thing. you're she, not going to have future generations. She's to, already. To, to rule you could tell she's already lost her mind at this point. That's why I took from it. She's um, pretty much concer- co- comparing Westeros Marine in this episode. Like a Marine, she said the slaves up and fought the masters. So she's comparing the citizens of Westeros and she sees them as the enemy because they're not rising to fight against their masters. So again, she's like, well, we eliminate this whole clean slate and we're going to do the mercy for the future generations. She she was already, give, again, that's just for me, just for me. Mm-hmm. She's already losing it. And then you have Tyrion, who's trying to pull her back right. in. And, 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 didn't... I feel, and I feel like she was. To be, she, like, there was still enough of her that wasn't Mad Queen that could have been pulled back. And it just they were just like, you know what? We're going to put all our car- cards into but it's just Mad But it's just all the little small stuff. Like, it's in her character, as I explained when we were off the air, it was the fact that at the end of season six, it was, right? She's coming to Westeros finally. Yeah. She has her three dragons. She has her entire army. She has ships. She has, like, everything. She had people that love mm-hmm. their back in Marine because of what she's done. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, pretty much, everyone loved her and everything. And she's been, like, on a straight path of every victory. She's been victorious everything that she's done. Mm-hmm. The minute she gets to Westeros... This is when all the stuff starts to chip away and she starts losing. Now, she what was the first thing she lost when she came to Westeros? I forgot. Oh, she lost the ships. Greyjoy ships. Greyjoy ships. She got they, she lost the Greyjoy ships. She lost the Sand Snakes. She lost um, High Garden. High Garden. So she started losing that. That's already the, the, the kinks away starting to chip away. That's what I. That's what I'm picking up on. Then her dragon. Oh uh, yeah, and then she lost the dragon. But she's also building this relationship with Jon Snow. We get into this season, um, she loses, what, half the Insulli, mm-hmm. half the, um, half the Dothraki. Dothraki. Now, she probably could survive <laughs> from that, but then what was the <clears throat> ultimate thing she lost was Ser Jura. But even though, like, I would say everything she lost during the Battle of Winterfell are things you can negate because those are sacrifices for the greater good. Right. So... But Jorah's been with her for a long time. Like, they even did a compilation video of showing from the beginning to the end. No, no, that's... Yeah. that's we're, we're not that's, taking anything away from it. We're rather, like... It, at the end, when they're all in the, in the war room, and they basically look at Sansa and Sansa's like, yo, they need rest. Uh, war tested, like, someone... Even, even oh, yeah, no, that, and I, like, I agree with that. Like, you know, yeah. like, if she would have taken a step to go, you know what? Let's not rush into battle. This whole thing would have went differently, and she no, it would have went differently. And she, she but to be you, fair, if she wanted to flex this hard, like I've been saying, she could have done it at the beginning. But of the mind season. you, it's to me, you, 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 you have two people power because um, you have Sansa, in every which way, it's kind of like becoming a new little finger for me. Um, is butting heads with Daenerys from day one since mm-hmm. jump, so it's like. She's going to take it like Sansa is always going to go, come against me. Especially when she arrived to the North. Again, it goes back to that line for me she said in this episode. Was that, you know, the people are always going to love you, John, But no one loves me over here. And Sansa was a prime example of that, of what she was feeling. And she, and, and even when she told Tyrion, she's like, why do you think Sansa told you? Because she knew you were going to tell someone this secret. 
And that's why she equates that when when she when she said Jon Snow betrayed her, Tyrion's like, no, Varys. So it's like, then how did um how did you know? Oh, Sansa told me. How did Sansa tell me? Oh, John, John betrayed me. She, it's like these little things, and I get what a lot of people are saying why why it feels like you know what was wrong, on, but these are the little things that I'm pulling because it's it's just for the fact that I think that this whole season's been the breakdown of her character that. The fan theory was that she was ultimately going to be the main villain, and that's what we got in this episode. She basically pulled an Anakin Skywalker. Oh, I thought that through and through. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. The, the, like, like I've said before, the heel turn, I've got no issue with the heel turn. I'm fine with her. I'm sure that's part of George's notes. I'm sure that's going to happen in the future books. We've, we've called her the villain yeah, since, like... I'm, a while ago. I'm interested though is that when you read the books and we get to this point we get to read we get to hear her inner monologue yeah we get to hear her thought process and we don't get that we don't get thought no, we, we don't we, get inner monologue I just kinda, she's kind of like hearing the bells and she snaps and I'm thinking oh she's gonna take off so she's she's gonna take out the yeah. castle and just not even sit on the throne she's gonna have her she's gonna sit on her dragon on top of the the ruins of the red keep and call it a day yeah I just, I, I honestly um, thought that was my whole thing is like she's gone through all this stuff, and I agree that all the troubles, all the issues, everyone she's lost, she's gone through. But to me, it doesn't justify her going and burning down innocent women and children. She didn't do that shit in Marine. She didn't. She didn't. She doesn't do that. She, she, she always. She, she always rises up and and fights for those people. She's always you know Misa. She was mother. She's breaker of chains. She's all of that. And then she comes in. She, she, she's about to win, and she's like. Name about she won. She won. She won, and then she's like, "Nah, fuck it. I'm gonna go burn me, the rest when, of the city." When, when it, this is what I saw. For me, again, and this is just me from what I saw, is when yeah, she finally won, <clears throat> and then she's staring at the castle. It wasn't most of it that it was the people at this point for me. It was that the castle, for some reason, this whole thing that she's been fighting her life for, was also a source of her misery fact that she's lost everything that she's loved up until this point and she's kind of lost herself and it's just like and and i give and i give amelia clark for playing that in her face because it's like you're right in the books you're gonna get it in the monologue you're gonna get that in the character and 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 it's like you know you get that with comics we can't translate everything from comics to mainstream otherwise we would have had ugly yellow um spandex of wolverine (laughs) um no i mean you can't and, and and that's what you're gonna get with the books you're gonna get more you're gonna get more details, yeah. You're gonna get more <clears throat> detailed of what the character's going through because you can peek into the character's emotion. It comes to the actor, they have to play that with their emotions, and I give her credit. She played that with her face perfectly for me. And she was just looking and and, and to me I got this whole thing that she just equated that this whole city is the source of my misery and just snapped. No, you know what? And that's fine, right? But when we talk about the key, and I, you know, you're right, we can't see the inner monologues, and it takes the actors and directors and writers. But I can say the same thing for Circe. Yeah. Circe, at the end of season five, does her does her march. We have two seasons of Circe post Tywin for her to get to the point where she blows up the set, and that feels complete. It felt like you got the build up, you got the slow burn, and it didn't come out of nowhere. They gave us hints that wildfire was under there. And so she, when she does it, it's a holy shit moment, but it feels warranted. It feels earned. And I think when we talk about more time for the season, because or for the show in general, just when we say another season, another couple episodes, that's what we want. We want to see those conversations that Danny's having. We want to see those war consoles. 
We don't have that in this season. We're going beat to beat. Everyone comes to Winterfell. Everyone gets ready for the battle. The battle happens. We go to Dragonstone and we lose a dragon. We go to we, King's we, we Landing. We don't have enough time to digest. Yeah. The, 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 well, that's, the what, that's, what, that's what, what I'm asking. Like, if we had more episodes, because, again, from what I'm getting with these episodes, from what I've seen, like, in, in when they were in the Great Hall in Winterfell in the last episode, when she was looking, what, what I took was the fact that when she was looking at John, the way how everyone was treating him, they're treating him with love. Mm-hmm. She's looking around, everybody's being treated with love. She's sitting there, and no one is engaging her. No one is talking to her. And then Varys is paying attention to her. He's paying attention to her mood. And then the other thing, too, what I thought, again, she's looking at John when um, Tormund was like, yeah, king of the north, oh, you're like a king and all that. Again, that set her off, and she got up and she left at that point. And I feel like they're just throwing... They're throwing these subtle things and maybe if they did have one or two episodes to show more of that, to show more. Because, like, in this episode, when we see her, John even said, he's like, you know, why is she alone? She shouldn't be alone at this time. She should be with people. No. And she, she when you see her, she's like, she, she, you could tell, like, she looked like she was, like, crying. She has, like, the, the dark spots under her eyes and all that. And she's just like, you know, it's it's not the same day and hours that we have seen throughout the, the series. Taking focus away from Daenerys do we feel like anyone else was out of character at least in this season or in this episode I, I, I didn't agree with Bri- Brianna Toff's ending um, I mean I know yeah. that she felt for Jamie. we got the final <clears throat> Jamie. I feel like if they extended uh, maybe one more episode yeah. yeah we didn't we didn't the way they ended it with Jamie, with, with, with Brienne running out, crying and upset, distraught, it felt very out of character. It was, very, it was a disservice to her character, I would say, because she's just been this pillar of strength and honor I, and duty. I, I, I can see the heartbreak, but I can see her punching Jamie before he left. And then, like, just yeah. being quiet. <clears throat> like, our last frame of I feel like after that scene with her... If they had given her us one more scene of her upset at Jamie for what he had done, then yeah. I could finally close out that storyline. And and it's the same thing in this episode. I I like the fact that you got Cersei kind of breaking down in this episode. She she's lost her she's lost. But at the end, the way how they did everything with her and Jamie just at the end under the tunnel, if that's how they're gonna die, then for me, I don't feel fulfilled with that. I'm just not there, even fulfilled with Cersei at all this season. There, there's there's uh, a lot of things that, you know, and we may come off as, like, entitled, like, people who just want certain things the way they, they should be. And we, as fans, should know that we're not going to get what we want from this show since they killed off Ned. You know what I mean? Like, since day one, they never went oh, to yeah. a piece of it. It's a Game of Thrones. However, like we can look back at certain things and see why they justified it. Where, like, yeah. that was a that was a hell of a move. Mm-hmm. Like, but, in the grand scheme of things, we understand why they did it. Like, you can see, you can see Ned's death coming. Same yeah. thing with the Red yeah. Wedding. You watch, you watch season, you watch season two and season three, and you see the things that Rob does throughout. It's like, oh, Red Wedding happens. Oh, that makes sense. It's sad, it makes sense. Where, whereas, like, kind of now, you're looking at it and, like, it's not so much like nothing makes sense anymore, so much as it, it, it feels like... I'd say unearned. That's how I look at it. Well, yeah. this is the thing. I didn't like the fact that they showed 
them in like it, it, the rubble and all that. To me, that's I'm hoping that that's not how they write them off. Maybe we see something happen to them next episode. But if that's how they write them off, I don't feel fulfilled no. with that. I can't say that. But her character, good death in this episode, I at least feel like well, at least two was Varys. Because he kind of went out like he knew, like he was like, all right, whatever. He knew he was going out. Yeah, um, and the hounds. And the, the hounds, hound. yeah. But like, it's it's like this though. I mean, the breakdown of Cersei's character, from what I got, like um, when she killed the set and blew him up, there was one thing that happened in that episode. Her son died, committed suicide, her last child. The only thing that this woman had at that time after her son died was the power, was Westeros, was the Red Keep. Mm-hmm. To me. When she, the reason she was breaking down is because she's seen this city now get torn up by Daenerys, like destroyed. It's like, in a way, she's losing another child because that's the last thing she's had was that power. Absolutely. she. This is everything she's worked for. She, Out of everyone in, in Game of Thrones so far, like she's played the game mm-hmm. probably the best out of anyone. And I respect her for it. However... When it comes down to her, and I can see, I can see her like going like in disbelief. Like I can. That, like, what does she have left after? Right, and I, I'm totally for it. But the breakdown at the end, like I kind of wanted her to, because she's been at certain points throughout the series where she's basically looked at death and fucking laughed, mm-hmm. yeah, or looked at grim situations. And just had a smirk on her face. But realize at this point, she's had her kids. She's had her power. But, but, uh, but, aside, but aside from that, so going, like, she's still, she still deals with the people that, had, that you know, killed her. So, so when she dealt with the, with the Sand Snakes and um, Ilaria and all that, she was vindictive. Yeah, she was. She, 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 she fucking <laughs> put her in the prison and then had her daughter drink the poison. So she dealt with that and kept it moving. She's strong-willed. I, it just felt very out but of character. She's losing. She's losing all of King's Landing. I don't look at King's Landing as her child. I look at she's losing, and then she, she breaks down. And I felt that the way she's dealt with all her problems has been with force. And but and she then, doesn't. But she doesn't have that anymore. The Golden Company's done. Her um, army in this episode is destroyed. They give up. But then they start getting killed. The castle um, is done. Um, the fact that Sir Gregor doesn't really even at this point his hate for his brother negates her commands for her, so he doesn't she doesn't even have Sir Gregor. She kind of breaks down when she sees Jamie because that's like the last thing that she had that was for like um, I guess from her previous life whatever um, that you can say that she still felt that this was something that was there because he was at there at the end. But I feel like again for me Cersei was someone who after losing her kids when she got the power. That was it. That's what she, that, you know, that's the last thing. Like, she's going to fight to keep that. And she just started seeing that from where she was at, being destroyed. And she just, that was like her other kid she lost. And she but lost even, so aside from this episode, even if we look at Cersei, Cersei felt, felt very uncharacteristic this season. You know, episode one, we see her meet the Golden Company, and then we don't see her for two episodes. And then we have her at in front of King's Landing with all of her enemies there, and she doesn't take a pot shot at Drogon. She doesn't do any. It just felt she already had this peace talk with them, and then they all show up at her doorstep, and everyone's kind of just 
out of it. Obviously for a show and for writing and for keeping the pacing, she's not going to do that. I understand she's not going to do that. But it just, this this season felt just, they kind of just used her. And it was it was very uncharacteristic. For me, that I, I would also I would also argue that Tyrion's a little out of character this season, being one of the most clever people in all of Westeros. I mean, he's been out of character since season seven. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've heard him say, "Forgive me, I won't make another mistake." Yeah. To 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 Daenerys, like at least five times. You know what I mean? And it's like, I get it where he's he's empathetic and he's sympathetic and and he understands that. There's a greater cost to a lot of this, and that I respect. Like that part, I'm not like questioning. The part that I'm questioning is he's making obvious mistakes and obvious like choices that affect so many like outcomes that could have went differently, and it's like, but why? I think a lot of it is, um, and it was an example. Of when he went to go talk to his sister about negotiating to have the Lannister army come up north. For me, that was the beginning of his mistake because he was showing too much sympathy with his family. And he was like, he thought he knew what Cersei was going to do at this time because he predicted that, oh, you're pregnant. He saw it there. He said, you're pregnant. So he thought that she was going to, you know, because of child, that she was going to walk the line. But she didn't. She did what she wanted to do, which again, Cersei fashion. His whole thing with Jamie, I mean, it, it, I feel like with Tyrion, a lot of his mistakes have come with trusting his family. I, I do appreciate that they gave him and Jamie a yeah, proper yeah, ally with each other. That was a, like, some of his. That was Tyrion at his best. Yeah. yeah, with him, with him, with him and Jamie is Tyrion's old school Tyrion at his best that we've. I feel we've missed mm-hmm. for quite some time. But I feel like he Which needed also to addresses like, something that we we have thought of, uh, I guess, post this episode, Braum's gonna be asking for a high garden. I mean, I don't even know what they're doing with Braum. Yeah, it just feels, he feels very he, shoe-in. He's probably one of the, he's probably one of the few story arcs that it's really weird, and it's there's really nothing being done with his character this season that I agree with. He's, okay. he's being wasted. And that's fine. I mean, there's a bunch of characters we left that are that are in Marine that we're not gonna see, but it just felt like, let's just shoehorn Braum because everyone loves Braum. And let's just say, oh, we're going to give him a castle, and then he goes away. Like, yeah, he, what was that? Well, he's going to show up in the I last like, hour and 20 and like, flex? Yes, he, yes, he's like, I don't, I don't, the fighting days are behind me. He would have stayed close by somewhere. Yeah, he, yeah. He's not the type, he's not the type to, like, watch his investment, like, just. Like, went no way. Because, like, even now, it's like, you know, Tyrion really can't promise him that, but again. He's probably one of the Tyrion three characters. Promise that he's gonna make it out of the next episode. No, he can't. He's as soon as he said what he said to Jamie, I knew that he died. But I had hope that what he said. He was like, I'd rather my life for the rather than the life of tens of thousands of people. Yeah, and that's and, I, and I was like, okay. And I I thought in that moment I was like, she's gonna look and she'll like stop. There'll be like a trial or something. She'll kill him to prove a point, and that's how they start her rule. Like, listen, you betrayed me, you did this, 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 you made all these mistakes, you're right at the end, and I'll honor that part of what we said. I won't kill all these innocent people. However, my reign is absolute. I don't question that that's what she wants. 
it's her way or the highway. It's her way or the highway. But you're at a point now where what, who like what are you doing? Like you're not ruling anyone. Essentially, you could have stayed in Essos the entire time and just ruled there. Again, because you're not ruling anything in, in Westeros. It goes back to what they say with um with Varys, what he said in the beginning of this episode, and it, and it was funny too because they played it in the recap about so many people in past seasons of what they said about Targaryens. It's like, when a Targaryen's born, you flip a coin. And it, it went to show that um, what Varys, when he was talking to John, was like, you know, when they say a Targaryen's born, you flip a coin. And he looked at John and was like, I know what coin um, yours lands on. Like, what side it lands on. Saying that John would have been more vanilla villain than Danny. He's he's probably the only character only, this whole I, season I, that's I, been paying attention to her. I think I think that's only because he was raised a Stark. I don't think that if he was raised a Stark. Yeah, that's that's what he he said that the last episode too. He's like a, half Stark. I, and a, I think he was because he was raised a Stark, and B, it's because of the circumstances that John, like John's one of the only ones shy from maybe the Hound and Arya that are still within character. In this episode, you know, like they're almost completely still. Yeah. Who well, they it's, are. It's, it's John. John is Mister Loyalty because he 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 put his loyalty to the queen, um, for his love for her. He's obviously someone who's conflicted because now he goes, "Hey, auntie." Um, I don't even think that's his conflict anymore. But it's, his it's, conflict is it's if, it's if he's, she... he's losing confidence in her and seeing like even when, even when. Daenerys kills Varys. You see it. You see it. He's looking at her, and I'm thinking, he's like, yo, I could have cut his head that's off. Why, that's why I feel like they're... they're, they're <laughs> we didn't really need to burn this guy. And it, it, That's that's why I posed the question, like, if you think that, because with the look, because, again, this, this show right now, this season, for me, has been more of the side looks that everybody's been giving each other. Like, in the shadows, like, in the corner, the way that they look at a character. When they, like, Tyrion was even doing that this whole episode. He's just, you know, the little looks he's giving. And, it, and that's why I asked, like, if they had a few more episodes this season, give, like, maybe 10 or 11 episodes this season, do you think they could have wrapped it up better with character arcs, storylines, and still chip away at the Mad Queen happening? Yeah, no, that's, yeah. That, I think that's what we needed. That's all we needed. I think you look, you look at these episodes, like, the season, like I said before, we're running at a sprint's pace. We're just not getting that time with... With the characters, you know, you know we get like, we get a couple. Finish, like we all yeah. know, this is the finish line, and we're gonna make it there. But they wanted to burn through it so fast that it's almost like negating the fact that you took off like the entire year and, and a half almost. Mm-hmm. Like why? Like you spent so much time on what the production side? Because if that's the case, I I get it, and your production has not failed at all this season. But if you say we took this time to set up this great story and put this great story to a close, I can be I can be less mad about the bad guy winning. I don't mind bad guys winning. I don't mind heel turns, what have you. I really get bothered with is the fact that we're getting a story that's so like masterfully done. And you're kind of throwing away like so, key plot points and, and elements. So who? So we've been hearing a lot of stuff like when John didn't get to pet um, Ghost budget. We heard that um, you know we want to blame like you know the showrunners because they they you know we don't know what goes on in the writing room. Um, when it comes down to it, 
do you, who do you think is the person to blame for the lack of storytelling or for the short storytelling? You think it's like HBO behind the scenes with whatever they could approve, or do you think it's just I think I know. Showrunners? I mean, for me, not to put blame, right? But I would assume that D and D went into this, assuming they would have all the source material. So, not to put blame on George, because you take your time to write. No one's rushing the artist. I get that, right? But these guys probably thought, all right, well, we're gonna go. We're gonna probably do five. We've got five years to write to go through seasons. We've got the pilot year. We've got to get all this stuff done. By the time we get to when we need your finished product, there's no way in hell you're not gonna have it. So. Seasons one through four and a little bit of five kind of went beat to beat with the books, you know, divergent, diverging here and there, getting rid of characters, morph, morph, uh, morphing characters, creating individual scenes. You know, the guy, the, the original D&D were good when they used source material and then mixed in some of their original content together. So Hard Home and season five is one of the first times when they kind of go off tangent and do their own thing. And it worked well, even though season five was also when we introduced Dorn. But it kind of worked well yeah. in that aspect. Season six, off on off on the ropes. Season seven, off on the ropes. Season eight, that's where we're at now. So I think they just kind of felt they didn't have the source material to help with the creation process because creating this world, creating the creating the twists, that's a that's well, George's huge. mind. That's an artist's mind. Not everyone can well, I mean, do uh, that. It's a, huge, it's a huge undertaking, and it's. It's that, and I still argue that it's kind of one of those things where, again, Christopher Nolan did an amazing job with the Dark Knight franchise, correct? But, again, he could have given us anything for part three, and we would have had to take it. There was no way we could have just been like, well, here's the, you know what I mean? And at this point, we have to take whatever they give us for part for <laughs> season eight. But here's the thing why, why I post like you, because, again, I, I feel for the writers, because it, it takes a lot to have to write something. Um, I'm not saying I have one of the biggest experiences in, with writing because I know that that's what a lot of people want to throw out there. Well, you're not a writer. I'm like, it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. I was just I'm asking sure that question. No, yeah, we've yeah. all written something at some point. Um, the reason I ask if you think that they had more time, if they were given more time this season, do you think that they would have had a better chance of fleshing it out more? And who's the one who approves that time? Oh, like I, they... I, I think what we, from my understanding, HBO was given blank checks. D&D just wanted to stop. And that's fine. This is a fucking long thing. Mm. This, this has been going on for a long time. The actors are probably, you've got actors who grew up here. Yeah. Like the kid, the, 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 you know, the, the Turner and all them, they all just grew up into actors and actresses. They're like legal, legal to drink. Now. Yeah, it's, I'm sure at a point they were just like, we just want to finish the story. And HBO was like, okay, cool. Do whatever you want. Here's the money. We're going to milk this for as long as we can because this is the best IP we've ever had. That's why we're getting the prequel series. That's why we're getting a bunch of other prequel series. We don't know the quality and how good they're going to be. We'll see because it's all kind of up in the air. But I I can't say it was HBO saying, nah. It was the showrunner saying, we... We can finish it. We can type. We can wrap it up in a nice tight bow, and we want to move on and do like Star Wars. So 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 we so you're so you're saying we need the Snyder cut? No. 
this 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 essentially falls. I was telling uh, Tone earlier. This essentially falls into the realm of Dexter. Dexter, like, comes from a certain property that was established, and yes, there was a lot of deviation from the books. It started rooted and essentially went off really well. Still think Rutter should have died in the first season, but that's just me. Um, but towards like the later seasons, certain things that Dexter would normally not do was happening, and we're like, "Yo, you're smarter than this," like, or you, you, you're not behaving like someone who's been through this and, and practiced. You're a seasoned killer at this point, and you're not behaving like someone who's covered his ass for however many seasons. Yeah, you know what I mean. Till the very end, where we get something that's kind of like, yes, it's an ending, but is it satisfying? It's one of those situations where you're like, is it better to get the meal and say that you had the food and be fed, or just be like, damn, that was a shitty meal. I would have rather not had it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's where we're getting. We're getting a situation where we're super excited for this like scrumptious meal. And we get it, and it just does something's off about it. It doesn't taste right, and we're wondering if this is what we should have ordered, if this is I'm, what we I'm, wanted. I don't know. I'm still not judging until the final episode. I've been happy with the season. The one thing I didn't, another thing I didn't agree though with this episode, was the random lady and the girl, little girl in the episode. Part of me wanted to be like, oh, that's uh this kid's mom, but whose mom? Uh, Gendry. There we go. Oh. But there's, there, yeah. I no. think the only purpose for this lady was to serve at the end with Arya. Yeah, and then Arya at the end, if you notice, when she looked at the burnt bodies, it was the woman and the girl mm-hmm. that were burnt. That was probably the only thing. But it's like, I feel there was really no need to, to really show that character too much because when you got the perspective, like they, the showrunner said, we wanted to show the perspective of what was going on with everything. But through Aria, and they used Aria. And but did you? Her. But did you feel? So I was, but I was reading online, and I was, you know, did you feel Aria was the appropriate person to be that person for our eyes? Because I don't. I feel like Aria I, doesn't have enough of a connection to King's Landing. I don't think she has that that type us. of connection. I don't think she has enough no, connection no. to people. But this is the thing. It's it's I'm not saying it to be like the. It wasn't that she had a connection with people or anything. I feel the reason they chose her is first of all, Arya's been this bad badass character that we know of. She's thrown in a situation where essentially you're in the middle of a city getting napalm. She hasn't been thrown into a situation like that. Yeah, we we got this at the Battle of Winterfell. How OP are we gonna make Arya? You but this is the thing. She she she's in a situation. We've broken her down. That whole library scene is yeah. her being broken down as a character. Being holy shit, I'm not some badass immortal. But like then again, it, but then again, that that switch flips when she's the one at the end who kills the Night King. She's like, oh, I'm gonna kill. Right. But now she's tossed into this whole situation where it's like you have all these people running in a panic. Like it doesn't matter how badass you are, the you're stuck into the situation. The only thing that happened was. She she had this purpose of killing Cersei, and her purpose was taken away from her. So now she doesn't know what to do with herself. Yeah. That's the only thing I saw that that like, all right, that kind of makes sense. You know what I mean? She's kind of just trying to figure out. I what still am I think she's to gonna now. kill some because um, again it goes back to uh, Alessandra, the, the 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 red witch. 
what she said um, that there are three types of eyes that she shuts one blue eyes green eyes um, brown. and brown um, I don't know if I could live with this if I is the one that takes out Daenerys either really? she kills Daenerys it's just because she killed the Night King like she got she got I'm all for I, I love what I like what they did with Arya. I like Arya as a badass character and all that stuff. It just feels like you're gonna give her two main characters to just take out. Well, as a lot of people forget too. Um, I just it doesn't seem Sansa it seems has like just giving it. It just seems like they're they're. Giving but a lot of people her. forget too. Sansa has green eyes, and um, I think I remember we were watching at your house, and Vicky pointed that out. Like, oh, Sansa has green eyes. Shout out to Vicky. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> and um, it would be it would be crazy if that was the thing to happen that she kills such because again Sansa for me well, was what, thinking what, what's the purpose yeah well, with, with an hour and twenty left what could we do to drive that purpose well, here's the thing. I also what? don't see them going back to Winterfell yeah. I think that the chapter on Winterfell is closed like any characters we saw there mm-hmm. Bran Sansa be like a last uh, five minute wrap up maybe, maybe. but. Sansa basically pretty much was told information with Arya there to promise that you're not going to tell anybody. And she told Tyrion. Tyrion told Varys. She told she she told this information with the purpose to destroy Daenerys, to cause issues. And again, I, I feel like this is some stuff that led to the Mad Mad Queen. So I feel like this again. That's why I feel like there could have been a few more episodes explaining this, but. Sansa has green eyes, and Melisandre said, um, and I'm not sure, the Red Witch, she said that, you know, Arya, one of the things she shuts is green eyes. So, when you put two and two together... You know what's funny, too? I wouldn't be surprised if she's already killed her green eyes. It just seems like, I feel feel we could be stretching it to the point where it's like, oh... Walter Frey has brown eyes. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, a mean, shit ton of a shit ton of other people that she's killed. Mir and Trent probably had brown eyes, and she poked his eyes out. There's a bunch of people that have brown mm-hmm. eyes. I'm sure there are people that she's killed that have had green eyes. The blue eyes probably was the mulligan thrown in there to be like blue eyes, not blue eyes like sky blue, but blue eyes like white Walker blue. It, it, it to me, it just it's just one of those simple things that when they called back to that and some stuff about what happened in that episode of the Battle of Winterfell, I feel like that's what the showrunners are trying to do is have everybody like remember like what happened in all these past seasons, remember small things, little tidbits. I feel like it's hard to remember some of that stuff because they've given us so many characters that they've killed off. Um, but like it's like again in the beginning of this episode when they were doing the recap, there were small things that they mentioned about Danny. That's why I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised, again, if that's the route they go with Arya, it's Arya takes out Sansa. I don't know, that's, even with the second watching, these are just the small things I take for me. My whole point was like, I agree that you enjoyed the episode. I just, just felt this came out of nowhere. <laughs> it was like the RKO. It came out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like their kid, and, I, and I'm like, yes, don't fight, don't fight. That's it, that's it. It's They're like, oh well, you know, everyone's like, oh well, you know, the the, the show doesn't write for you. I'm like, yo, I'm not talking about the heel turn, man. I, I, we're all here together for that. I, listen, I, listen. I, I they we, we actually, they, we they gave us the John Cena heel turn that we were asking for. <laughs> I'm just, like, we were all like, we said a couple episodes, we were like, oh, bet, like. 
Danny's the real villain. We yeah, said it. We, we said did. it. We did. We didn't it's, argue you want to know what it is? I think that a lot of people, when it comes because someone made it made it a point, and and this is something that we're not doing, which which I'm happy we can have these conversations. It's just I guess like a lot of stuff that we noticed on the web. There are people in fandoms that make it toxic, and we can get into a whole episode about that. That it didn't play out to the way that they wanted it, and then they get mad and they want to attack people. Um, I'm, I'm gonna say that I don't think people get mad on a people don't get mad on a creator's vision. They get mad when and man, is how I'm looking at it. You get mad when you've been following something and you're you're following the content that they gave you. So you're looking at the production and you're like, all right, cool, this makes sense. I understand it. These I'm flowing with the beats. I may not agree with so and so dying, but I get it because I see you. They kind and, of give us like, but then it happens at the end, and then it's like you just pulled the rug from under me. So it's like I should have the opinion to say like, what the fuck happens? Well, not you're basically like <laughs> yeah. the, the you're basically getting taken on a road trip, and you're seeing the sites. You get a whole map. And you're like, this is this. This is this. This is this. And then you end up in a whole nother place. And you're just like, wait, how did we get here? Because clearly we were on. We're on 95. We're headed to Florida right now. But then I'm in Cali. Wait, time out. How did we even... How? You know what I mean? That's a really Mm -hmm. big detour. And I'm okay with detours, but there has to be a a connection. You can't be like... We were in a car one second. We were hanging out the floor in the car, driving on 95. And I wake up and we're in Cali. When did I get drugged? How did I get it on the plane? How did we go like, west? If we look at the past big events in Thrones, yeah. right? I keep talking about the Red Wedding because that's... I remember the Red Wedding so vividly because I already read it and I knew it was coming. So I knew episode 9 of season 3, Reigns of Castamere, was the Red Wedding and everyone who didn't read it was going to be in the fucking shock of their lives. So I knew it. I was like relishing in it that day. I remember that day very vividly. Reading everyone's Facebook, t- like post, I post something. There were people that quit watching I, Game no, of Thrones but right I po- there But then. I posted along the lines of like, oh man, tonight's episode is going to be fucking awesome. And so the episode happens and you see everyone's reactions. And I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you saw differently. But the only reactions I saw were, holy shit, I'm so upset. I'm crying, and maybe fuck this show, like you know, yeah. at, like sarcastically, yeah. right. but not fuck well, you, the showrunners. No, you, not this show sucks. Right. Not you, what the fuck's going on. I don't know if this is where you're going with it, but do you feel like the we're just trying? They're trying to give us something to talk about at this point. That's yeah. what all the episodes have been. Well, I mean, aside from the first two, been. every it's, episode has been something to talk about. Like, Battle of Winterfell, the dragon dying. Yeah. Well, that was like a shocker out of nowhere. The dragon, you it was, were like, holy shit. It's a huge holy shit moment. And then you think about it, because we talked about it right after. We're like, holy shit, that was crazy. That was really graphic. Why did? How did this dragon get hit with three and then die? And they were like, oh, we watched the background. We watched the behind the scenes. And the fucking thing expands and spins. But then you think about it, and you, 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 put, epi- you put episode four, D- Danny riding her dragons and getting hit with the scorpions. And you put episode five... And Danny is in the fucking sky. Well, above everything. Here's the flying thing. Well, behind here's everything. the thing. How I felt how so they wrote like, that. It felt like the scorpions were then useless. But there is a big difference in how the scorpions were used and how she fought those scorpions in each episode. Um, when she 
first encountered those loose scorpions and they killed her her dragon. Um, no, she encountered them before. No, she encountered the scorpion before, but not those. Those no, were new not, ones. Not the new ones, yeah. Yeah, not the new ones. Not because new remember, ones. her dragon got hit by the old scorpion yeah, and, and he, it didn't do shit. Yeah, he ate it. He was like, he was like what the fuck is this? Flea. Yeah, dragon was like, nah, fam. But this, <laughs> these new scorpions, she never encountered them. And keep in mind, they made it a point to make those ships look like they were hidden. So she got taken on by surprise. Which now, because now, they said it in no, the war room, no? They said, like. No, they, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They, they mentioned. Didn't. They mentioned that he had the fleet, right? but they I, didn't know about the scorpions. They don't okay, know. They don't okay. know about the scorpions. They mentioned he had the fleet. The big. The big. The big criticism in that scene is one: how in the hell are you not flying high enough to see above the rocks? You know, to see the ships, and then two: how in the hell are scorpions able to through three shot a dragon? One, two, three. Well, with, remember with, with dragon ship, flying. Whether, well, remember, each ship had a scorpion on it. No, Which, but like the, the... Okay, so you're right. Each ship had a scorpion on it. So they hit Rhaegal. They hit him three times. Tap, tap, tap. Right? He's just flying. He's not flying out. He's just flying. And they've got tacticians who can hit a dragon out in the air. And then fucking Danny comes. And she's flying like this at all the goddamn ships. And my man shoots like ten of them. And she just dips and dodges. Well, and it's just like... I think what they did it's just if you if it's you just notice, shit like that. It's just kind of hard. Here's like, the thing. <laughs> but here's the thing: if you notice that when she was coming at them at this point, um, I think she realized something was wrong, or she's still in mourning of her dragon. But in this episode, this episode that either you love or hate, I feel like there was a reason why they kept pointed at the fact that Sky. Because if you notice, what's his face? Yeah. Um, kept looking. I can't remember names Euron. right now. You're on. You're on. Um, I can never remember his name. Um, can't you're remember, wrong. can't pronounce. It's so oh well, I, it's not like the showrunners, okay? Showrunners can't even say names. So let's be honest. I'm not a showrunner. The showrunner should be at least pronouncing names. I have an excuse. Um, do you? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I feel like at this point you just choose not to. I do. Yeah. I do. It's a it's it's, it's a Sebastian thing. <laughs> Sebastian says, um, no. But if you notice in this one, he kept going like this. He kept putting his hand above his forehead, his eyes to look at the sky. Yeah, no Ray Bans in Westeros. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so this, in a way, kind of explained that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not Ray Bans. I'm sorry. Not Ray It's not Ray Bans. It's Oakleys. Because we know you're out of where Oakleys. He's on that scorpion. He put the Oakleys on the back, it's like, so yay. the fucking sunglasses are behind there him. There you go. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I'm gonna draw that now. What makes it worse is that you know he's the type. Do it. He came, the way he came out, Jamie. You were like, yeah, you definitely wear those. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely wear those. But if you look at it, that's that's why I think they do that in this episode. It gave her more of that element of surprise because they can't react to her now in time. She used the sky to her advantage. She used the fact that the sun was up there to advantage because it was like they're looking like this, and all of a sudden they see her like, "Holy shit!" She caught them by surprise. Also, so this, I don't know that the tur that turrets, the scorpions can adjust that high up. They can't. They can't mm -hmm. adjust that high up, and they can't turn three sixty. So that was yeah, a, that's a point. that's another thing. another. So going back to episode four and why people were kind of like criti criticize it. Is that you gotta realize dra how close Dragonstone is to King's Landing. It's legit like a neighbor. You go across the Blackwater, the second in command, the second in line tends to have the king tends to have Dragonstone. So it just felt very irresponsible 
to do that. Now, if it was just to learn the lesson to eventually do that, or it was just to nerf a dragon, that's fine. How to nerf we a could dragon. Have, we could have used Rhaegal as, as fodder for her to die in this episode to kind of trigger her going nuts. You know, that could have been a thing. I don't know. Whatever. It's it's whatever it is. It I mean, is what again, it is. It, 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 to me, it was like, okay, surprise attack, boom, 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 great <clears> graphics. <throat> At the end of the day, in this episode, though, I'm going to say we got the biggest barbecue that we didn't ask for. Yeah, essentially. John, John was invited to the cookout he didn't ask to be a part yep. of. Mm-hmm. John's like, no. John, I fell for him. Because you can see Grey Worm look at him and be like, why are you not fighting? Like, he looked like he was about to throw hands with, with John. And John <laughs> had to defend himself. defend himself. And so Grey Worm was like, all right. Uh, All right. cool, but he still looks the type of way at him, and I'm like, yo, bro, like, and I get, I kind of justify Grey Worm. Grey Worm's like disconnected from yeah. the country. Yeah, Grey Worm. And he lost, and he, and he lost a, his love. Yeah. So I can totally understand yeah. that. I just feel bad. Like I'm just like. You think that's a setup for John versus Grey Worm? No, no. I feel like. I don't know. I feel like Grey Worm would take out John. I mean, he's died before. I, he can't come back. <laughs> I I understand that John is a good swordsman compared to to most. Yeah. <laughs> to most, right? And that's and that's not being like a not that he wasn't properly trained, but he he's he's not the most graceful with the sword. No, he has his his has his very unique way of yeah his, of his making it out the fight. His glorious stumble. Like the season finale was all like a weird dream. Please don't say that. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be the army of Jon Snow versus the army of Daenerys. I hate and they're gonna cut to black. I hate you so much. <laughs> you had Game of Thrones Sunday. They have this episode. Then you wake up in the morning, you got people loving and hating each other on the on the it's, internet. It's and then you're sitting there with the popcorn in your tea, like, holy shit, what the it's fuck real. happened? We're arguing about the people arguing about the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> they're literally arguing about the same yeah. thing. <laughs> so bad. All the shit I've seen. And I know we keep coming back to this. All the shit I've seen, it's not. Uh, well, she shouldn't have gone crazy. <laughs> she should have burned down the city. It wasn't. I, I, I'm here for it. I'm just not here for the for the women and children. <laughs> like that's that's it. That's it. That's all I'm here Yo, for. But this Yo. is like I called it in the Sans, beginning nah, since we started. Yes, I called it. Sans, <laughs> Sans women and children. I like the awful. I win it when she started. Hey. When she takes out the fleet. When she takes out the Bannermans. Hey, when hey. she when she kills the bullshit Golden Company. Can we talk about the Golden Company? The Golden Company was trash. They were like, like we and we 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 talk about we, them in because season we didn't seven. have the elephants. No 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 no. <laughs> we we talk about them in season seven, and Euron Euron Greyjoy is gonna go and pick up the Golden Company, the greatest sellsword company in all of the land, and bring them over. And all all of us book Euron fans are like, a joke. Oh uh, yeah, well we can, we, can, worse, we can get to that. What makes <laughs> it worse is the actor. Uh, in the in the behind the scenes, they, he he got asked him. He's like, "Am I gonna die?" They're like, "Nah." He's like, "Yeah, all right. like he, he knew." He was like, "All right, fine." Yeah, you guys was, tell me whatever you want. I know my character's gonna die. It was just like, yeah, you know, they bring this company. There's a lot of lore behind the Golden Company. I'm not gonna dive too deep into that, but it just felt very, it very, it felt it was a very negative fan servicey type of thing to do, and then bring the Golden Company with a named character. Harry Strickland, talk to Cersei one time. We don't see them for three episodes. And then they show up outside the gates of King's Landing 
just teeing up oh, against the Dothraki and the, the Unsullied, and then just get nuked. <laughs> just, the, just, just a waste. That was such a fucking but, waste. But I will confirm this though, because when he got that fireball up his ass, because that's literally what happened. Yeah. Um. If you notice, there was a white horse that he was on that fell down. Ah, uh, the pale mare. The pale mare. Which is the same horse I feel that that's what Arya rode on because you've no, 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 it isn't. So when we rewatched it, I looked. Uh, his horse got broken in half. His horse got broken in. You see, I the, just saw a horse you, fall on the floor. No, yeah, when he when it blows up, you see him get. You see him really like hysterically fly off his horse off the off the side of the screen. So what was that sh- horse that fell in the beginning? It was just a random white horse. Okay, I, I Listen, think that that's I'm the right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm that's foreshadowing no, 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 of the no, no, no. iron right in the no, no, white no, no. horse. It, it's Gandalf's horse, the king of horses. <laughs> <laughs> that's who that is. <laughs> yeah, watch when you, if you decide to watch it again. The horse is kind of like fucked up. So the horse became I'm meat. Surprised we did it the second yeah. time. I even put myself through Endgame twice. Like, are you serious right now? <laughs> So what I'm reading online, what I'm seeing online is that, well, the Pale Mare has two things. One, in the books, the Pale Mare, the Pale Mare is the street name for dysentery and marine. I shit you not. And in the books, the Pale Mare is coming and people are dying like an Oregon Trail from dysentery. That is not, yes, that's, that's the books. That's the books. That's not what's happening here. But even still, I'm very... Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. We got confused all. So the Pale Mare, um, people are alluding that maybe they did this to allude to one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Which is Arya. Which is Arya. Which, and the one that rides the Pale Mare is Death. Which may go back to your thing. Oh, oh. Uh, Arya being, being Death and killing everyone. Gonna give a shout out to digital artist Boss Logic because I think he called that with this piece. Just show you guys. And he did a piece of Arya, like what why you they, said. Why did he do it? He did it, it today? just... No, it, he it's dropped just, it today. He just burns those... He just rips those out, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. he does. Shout out to, Bo- <laughs> shout out to Boss Logic <laughs> for that just... piece. Because, again, it goes into what you're saying right there. That, that was pretty dope. Um, he, he, he picked your brain. <laughs> I mean, it, it was a comment. I'm seeing a thing of it. It was just... It was an interesting thing to see online. I mean, I guess we're using it's... Arya... As this type of exterminator, you know, in the show, it just, I don't know, we'll see what happens next season. I, next season? I mean, not next season, well, next you know, week. That's, that's going to be the spinoff. It's going to be, um, what is it, Game of Death. It's going to start Arya. She's going to be on Pyramare with a scythe. No, she's not. She's going to be in New Mutants. <laughs> if that ever gets released. <laughs> Did we talk about Jamie and Cersei's lackluster death? Getting I crushed like... by rocks. I've been watching this show for how long and Jamie seriously like, get like killed by debris. I feel like the most meaningful deaths of the entire season, Theon. We got the Hound versus his brother. We got the Hound versus his brother. and so, yeah, I've seen a better fight with the Hound. I have. I've seen a better fight with him. When he you, fought Brienne, that shit was awesome. No, when he fought Brienne, that was awesome. But it, I feel, but and, I, and especially watching... The behind I'm not the scenes. mad at that fight, but no, I think I'm, I'm only mad at it in context. Be- I'm not mad at it in context of the rest of the episode because that was one of the highlights. Had that been any other moment, like we're le- again, I feel like we're leading up to so much stuff and we're like waiting for epicness. Yeah, and we're getting like. I mean, right. I mean, I get why the fight wasn't as glorious as him fighting Brienne. You know, his leg was hurt at this point, and yeah. he's just kind of a different person. 
mm-hmm. you know, the Hound in Blackwater Bay versus the also, Hound that we have now are two different characters. Well, also, too, I still think, driven by revenge, but just different I, fighters. I would say yeah. the fight scene was cool. The whole scenario is cool. I think that Thinking could the fight was great. could the fight scene mm-hmm. been a little bit more beefed up? Yeah, I feel like the fight scene could have been a little more beefed up if they were on a flatter plane. Because you forget, these are two big guys, especially... It's like Undertaker versus Kane. Yeah, but you're getting Undertaker versus Kane on a stairway. I, I like how they both went out. They both went out. Almost, oh, yeah. Almost that, symbolic of the way they, they came in and yes. it really started was. this whole fight. Yes, yes. Um, do you think that fight should have went that way? I think that like that was... Like how, how we led up to it? Like how we got to the like, uh, Sandor... Seeing him on the stairs, or do you mean? Because I feel like the fight was very like one sided. Like he's like, "Why won't you die?" It was kind of like, "Well, don't forget, he's been experimented on him. Who knows what the hell that this guy did to him?" And yeah. it's like sword going through him, and then also too, it's like the mountain is just like, super what, strong. If, he's he's the he, juggernaut, bitch. All right, how about this? Had it been on even playing or playing field, had it been on flat land, had there not been like fire, what do you think? could have killed him other than a bite from the dragon. You know what I mean? Like, what would have killed the mountain at this point? Well, uh, I mean... A, a, a decapitation. Yeah, decapit- That's probably it. Okay. Or burning. Yeah. Like we saw. I think that was it. Yeah. <clears throat> I felt like that was a fight where I was like, even if he even if he wins, he's still going to lose. Because, like, short of decapitation, I don't see this fight. Like, no, I mean... Yeah, I, and, I, and, I, and there was no way on the stairway that he was going to be able to get a decapitation. Yeah, and, it was tough. And Sandor doesn't have his equipment from Blackwater. Because yeah. he had the big-ass sword when he was still, you know, the personal guard for Joffrey. Right. And he kind of just lost all that equipment when he gave all that shit up. You know, then came back into it reluctantly. And then had his axes and Gendry's hammer and stuff. It was just, you know, he didn't... He had, like, a regular sword fighting yeah. against the mountain. So, you know, he didn't have the... He didn't have his equipment. Yes. Can we talk about that Jamie fight? Let before we get into Jamie and Cersei. Come at me, bruh. Come at me, bruh. That it was, was such a groan when Jamie is going into the cave and fucking Euron comes out the water. Let, let all right. Let's backtrack. First of all, we rolled our eyes at Jamie since he left Brienne. We were like, bro, what are you doing? You waste the space right now. You waste the space. Now. He's running, he's doing everything he can to get back to Cersei and all Cersei. We can run away together. Oh my god, and then on the third. But Euron's pop up. And I don't know who I rolled my eyes more at. <laughs> For the fact that this roach cannot die. <laughs> he can't die. Yo. Or Jamie, who like ultimately, like, this is not how you take out Jamie. You know what I mean? Like but they did it. I'm the man that killed Jamie Lannister. Like, you know what I mean? like yo, bro, yo, he was still talking. I'm the man that spiked the punch. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, yo. yo. I'm the man that buys alcohol for underage kids. <laughs> like, come on, man. You wanna what? Yo. That's, gonna, that's gonna be the meme now. There you go. Yo. That's like meme you're on. Um, I can't. It was just so. It's kind of one of those things where you like, you get this like. All right, you get someone who essentially is like a. Let's. Jamie's not a Ryu character, but he's he's up there. He's probably a Ken Masters. Let's call him a Ken Masters. Then we get this Dan clown. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> Yo, what? And 
What? And Euron. Yeah, we called him dead. And he washes King. Like, are you serious right now? <laughs> Granted, like, at, at the end, he takes out Euron. But, like, that fight shouldn't happen to begin with. <laughs> like, you just did it so you could <clears throat> kill. The, the only reason why is so you can justifiably say that Euron died and he didn't die by the water. And then you get this, essentially, what would have been more heartfelt moment would have been a more heartfelt moment if you were already still sympathizing with Jamie. I don't think anyone in their right mind was looking at Jamie going, oh, no, they weren't. he wants you know, to go back. Because that's, right. yeah, because I think, because yeah, I mean, everyone, everyone was like, he's leaving Brienne to kill Cersei because that has been his lover even though he has been betrayed. He's loved her his whole fucking life. I feel to like, then yeah. kill her and then to have that emotion, be like, I now f- I feel bad for Jamie because he's going through that. He did what he needed to do. No, I I always felt he was gonna die in King's Landing with Cersei, whether it was him killing her because she was gonna blow everything up, or you know any other type of situation. Mm-hmm. I could not have guessed they were going under the castle and were going to be literally buried. I don't think anybody called that. Like it just felt very. I think that was. I think that's probably one of the most disappointing things for me. He got what he wanted. Yeah. He wanted to die in the arms of the woman he loves because he said that he said that to Bronn. That whole thing leading up with Cersei, like she was a badass through and through. I can honestly say. Even if Danny like got face to face to her with with her to the, with the dragon, she would look at her, smiled, and taken that like Jakaya. But that's like a, like a boss. But that's yeah. what. But but that's the thing. That, but that's what we want. That's that. That's that's what some people wanted. They want to see not her even, be. That's not even. I I'm just, not. I'm not going with the what I wanted. I'm going with the what I've been led to believe. Cersei as a character. Right. But that's the thing. We we've seen her at this point where she's strong, strong. I get it. I get it. But to me, this was interesting in seeing this side because, again, Cersei at this point, I feel, has lost everything. What else does she have left to fight for? What else does she have? What do you? What does a person who's looked death in the face, who's done this, well, who, because you, all because they if, still had this power, she, she has nothing after if, this. If you're starting to feel remorseful and you're starting to feel like, oh, man, I made the wrong choice, you should have made that decision when you found out you were pregnant. Just like... Daenerys, she's been undefeated since the beginning. She's now been defeated. What else do you have no, after this? I won't say she's undefeated. I say she's come back stronger. Yeah. But I don't think Cersei's undefeated. But where do you come back after? Like, at least after the sect, when she took them out, she still had the power. She has nothing after this. If she made it away with Jamie, it would start... Like essentially a new thing over where their kid comes back to claim what he thinks or yeah. she thinks is rightfully theirs. Anyway, I mean, we can we can if we can go around and around. What we're doing next week's and then we have the series recap. Yeah, next yeah. week. So we're gonna we're oh, give another man. week to digest after the series finale, and then we'll give a week digest do whatever we have to do to kind of gather our thoughts to do a. Play-by-play series recap. Yeah. You guys want to get some awesome comics, some awesome independent work, artwork, um, check out mbeyond.com. Use the code GETNERDYWITHIT. Code will be on the bottom. Get 10% off. If you're in the New York tri-state area, you got MBeyondCon coming up August 24th. If you're looking to get tickets, again, get nerdy with it. mbeyondcon.com website. 
and you get ten percent off on tickets. Um, come join us. Going to have a if lot of great creators. If you're looking for a table, you also can use the uh, code Get Nerdy with it, and you get ten percent off your table. Ooh, ooh, ten percent off. So if Vendors you're trying to be, if you're trying to uh, be a vendor, if you're trying to be an exhibitor, artist, table, what have you, if you've never done a con or if you've done plenty of cons, come on through. We got you, fam. I also want you to know that we have multiple social media accounts. We have our Facebook page, you The do. Nerds of the Round. Check it out. We have our Twitter, The Nerds, O-T-R, that I pretty much run. Come, comment, like, favorite, tweet, hit us retweet. up. Retweet. I got funny things to say sometimes. <laughs> and then we have our Instagram, all one word, The Nerds of the Round, that Sebastian usually takes care of with his awesome artwork. Hey. And other funny memes. That are and they live content. They have dope live content. <clears throat> See, Bass goes to a lot of fun shows. Yes. They both hit up a couple of wrestling shows and whatnot. We do. We do a lot. Of, we do a bunch fun. of a bunch of fun things. See, Bass is hitting up cons. I'm going with him this Friday. East yeah, Coast. East Coast Comic Con. East Coast Comic Con, which should be a good time. Oh, yeah. But we are your host, Tony, from across the hall, Sebastian, and our neighborhood friendly featured guests. There you go. <laughs> your boy Law. What's going on? Yes. And uh, we will catch you guys in the next recap episode. And um, stay nerdy. Peace.